Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. I am Randina Marie. And Kaylee Alexa. And today we are going to blow your mind with talking about manifestation. Sorry, my mind's blown. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what I'm going to say. Never. Never. So we received... We recited. I was going to say <laughs> recycled. I'm like, yeah, we do recycle. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. So like, we recycle. Hello. Every Tuesday. <laughs> we decided just now, actually, within the few moments ago, that we were going to talk about so many things today. But one of the main <laughs> things that we wanted to talk about was manifestation. <laughs> and how it happens and oh, our lives changed because we started learning about law of attraction and manifesting and it it really was so amazing and testing the universe and receiving the signs and learning that this reality is so magical i know and so crazy I at know. the same time mm-hmm. going on a spiritual journey is just so amazing yeah. you know everything has symbolism Yes. Everything. So, where do we start? I remember. I'll start with one of my first experiences. I'm like, I volunteer. The first time, you showed me the secret, I think when I was seven or ten. I think you showed me what the bleak do we know when I was seven, and then the secret came out when I was ten. Regardless, I was so inspired. I think it was before that. That shit hit me. Way before that. I don't know. No, it was 2007. I was ten years old. Came out in 2007. But, anyway... And I was so inspired and awe in love, especially because Jack Canfield was in it, and I loved yeah. Chicken Soup for the Soul, so I already trusted him, right? Yes. <laughs> and so I tried to manifest with a Webkinz, and I had never had a Webkinz before, and then suddenly I got a Webkinz. Then I ended up writing into Chicken Soup for the Soul to help other people. I wanted other kids to know that they could also manifest a Webkinz if they wanted it. They didn't have to <laughs> be, <laughs> be struck by poverty, you know? It didn't make it to print, but the, the, <laughs> the, the thought counted. You know what I mean? Yeah. I manifested a unicorn Webkins, and unicorn was a symbolism for me for my grandma, mm-hmm. my mom, your mom, my mom's mom. So it was like a very serendipitous, beautiful moment. That's one of the first moments I remember manifesting after learning about manifestation. Yeah. It started for me with that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? Mm-hmm. Because that was the sign that I got. So when I was, I think I was like 25, 26, same. and I had woken up realizing that I was in the same footsteps as my mom. That's so young, too, to have that realization. <clears throat> yeah, well, I just lived so much trauma and pain and turmoil in my life that mood. I, I was like on the verge of, I couldn't take it anymore. So it was like... You literally went outside at the night sky, and this is something that I did. I even remember doing this when I was 13, you know, even after that, when my mom started getting mentally ill. And I would literally yell at the sky, you know, like to the stars. I know you're, I know something is there. You cannot leave me. Like, what? what is this? What is happening? Right. So, fast forward till I was 25, 26, and I realized that I was just stuck in this tumultuous experience in relationships. Jesus Christ. It's fucking a horror story mixed with depression. No, no, it turns out really, really good. Right, because we're here now. I mean, yes. look at us, we're sitting here. I couldn't have awakened to the nature of reality had I not been in such 
pain. I would have just been complacent living a mediocre yeah. life like most people do. Yep. So. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I mean, they do because they don't they don't have any real thing to push them into understanding the nature of this reality. And so anyway, I yelled to the night sky at 25, 26 that I, I needed to know the truth. I needed to know the answers or I was going to end my life because I, I literally couldn't take it anymore. I was like on state aid. I had grown up in, in a religious programming oh that the told me. The fact I was me, alive at this time too. Yeah, I know. Well, oh. I felt so guilty for us being in the situation that we were in that okay. I didn't see any way out. So and Thank God you didn't leave because what kind of situation would we have been in without? That would be even worse. Well, maybe you would have gone with grandma and papa. And at this point in my life, this is what I was thinking. I'd already rationalized all these things. So then I would have followed in your footsteps. When you're in that state, you're not thinking of all these things. You're just... I said, I'm glad you're still here. Like depression is like something that I would never wish upon my worst enemy. It's something that you can't can't even explain it. It's not Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're sad. Get happy. Your hormones are completely imbalanced. Anyways, so at this point... In my experience, as I was declaring this to the to the sky, like I literally couldn't take it anymore. There was something else that I wanted to say during that point as well. Oh, because of the religious programming, I was taught to believe that unless you're basically a saint, that you're literally going to go to the lower levels of heaven and be a servant, if not outer darkness and be in hell. And so because grandma because my mom didn't follow the faith that we were indoctrinated into the missionaries literally told me that she was going to go to hell and I remember asking what about mother Teresa and they were like nope if she doesn't accept this when she gets to the gates she too will also be yes that's what they believe that if you don't accept their religion that you're going to hell no matter how good you were and once I heard that I, everything in my mind just flipped. I said, I will not accept that. My mother was a good woman. It's not her fault she had a mental illness, you know, yeah. and like all these things. And so anyways, it, it helped me to unravel and, and to push against what I always knew to be untrue from the time that I was little. So yeah. as I'm yeah. yelling to the sky after I've had enough, you know, I'm like, you better give me an answer to this or I am i can't do it anymore. I'm done. And, and just having that definitiveness with God you know, at that point, literally three days later, it was like that movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, kept dropping into my reality. One of the the women that I was going to school with at the time, she was like, you have to watch this movie. I heard it from somewhere else and somewhere everywhere I went, people were talking about it. And it was a documentary that was kind of like un, in, behind the yeah, scenes. It wasn't yeah. like they didn't want it to be out mainstream. Yeah. So anyways, I watched it literally changed my fucking life. I know. You even had me watch it. Yeah, everyone watched it. We watched it. From that moment, I just became obsessed with learning about quantum physics and science and the nature of reality and physiology and law of attraction and all these things that I can learn. So by the time The Secret came out, we already had a background and had been on that journey. And so what I did was with The Secret, I got the DVD and I would put it on in the background and it would just play literally 24-7 in our house. I have the entire movie memorized, each section, I can mm-hmm. literally recite the whole thing. Yeah, like. that's why. Because I knew that I had to program it because there was so much trauma that had to be unprogrammed, you know, yeah. dissolved and transcended. 
And so we would listen to that on autopilot. And, you know, I even got you the secret for teens when you were young. Like Mm -hmm. everything, it was like determined. I was determined. And the really cool thing is, it started even before that, because I remember when you were around four years old, we were in, mm -hmm. right? We were in the bookstore. Mm -hmm. And that book, The Power of Intention, fell off the shelf. Literally, Wayne Dyer's Power of Intention. Wayne Dyer. Because before that, when I was searching for religion, I my, one of my uh, ex-boyfriend's friends' moms gave me the Sylvia Brown books. Like oh, the three, oh, the three yeah, yeah, yeah. in, a, in I a... I know, we used to watch Sylvia Brown yeah. and Montel Williams. Yeah. And so when I was reading those, it was like things that were so far-fetched. Like she had this whole thing on fairies and and I had to just set my ego and critical <laughs> mind to the side. I literally put it down because I'm like, I cannot believe this. And now I'm like magical and now you're like, fairies real. are real. Yeah. Fairies are real. Yeah. And so I make them a cake sometimes. <laughs> it works. <laughs> It's really the intention behind I the I leave berries on my windowsill. <laughs> so sweaty. <laughs> I don't know why I'm wearing a jacket. I wish I could take it off. She's wearing a fucking puffer jacket lined so with fleece in front of studio lights yeah. in a room that is the hottest room in the house. <laughs> like, no, I don't think there's any insulation in these walls. No. Straight up. I know there's not. But it's great because we just literally live blocks from the beach, so it's like feels amazing all the time. Except for in the summer, it gets really hot. However, yeah, I'm feeling hot, not because it's hot temperature in here, because you just threw me under the bus with my. (laughs) Don't piss the fairies off; they can hear you. Anywho, so so her ego's set to the side. (laughs) Set to the side. Come back to earth. Yes. So anyway, this is how I learned. So I started receiving the answers is what my whole point of this hey, is. I didn't so. throw you under the bus. I threw us under the bus. I said, we make her a cake sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> the the one fairy goddess. <laughs> <laughs> we make her a cake. We make. <laughs> it's actually Mother God. That's who we made a cake All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> you know that one like yeah. DJ sound like yeah let's just cut back well this is the thing that I appreciate about us is we make the crazy <laughs> things seem fucking normal because to us but that's a little like <laughs> I heard this person say <laughs> Delulu Lemon the other day <laughs> to be delusional like oh, I live yeah. a Delulu Lemon lifestyle you know like yeah. Delulu Lemon yeah Again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't laughing the way I was the other day, so I, I thought maybe I had, I had to break to it down it. a little harder. I had to see it, probably. Yeah, so that's where it started. And then we started playing with the law of attraction, you know, seeing the numbers and having the angel awakening and then learning about spirit guides and then having them actually visit when we're in meditation and receiving downloads and information about your life and what to do, you know. In all situations, even to today, it, it, we still receive. What is hilarious? <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> even to literally this morning, three <laughs> hours ago, literally. we're still getting things. Yeah, yeah a, about what to it's do. An next. Everyday thing. 
Yeah, it's an everyday, it's an every moment, everyday thing until you just become part of it. And then you realize it's just so amazing and so cool and so fucking fascinating. And I love how I'm so scientific about everything. Yeah. And so it's like the science proves the spirituality, which is something the ancients have literally known for thousands and thousands of years. And now our science is just catching up to it. So it's really, really amazing. Then getting into Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. And his readings. And this is one of the things that I wanted to bring up today because I have a lot of people who come to me for healing and transformation and learning about the laws of the universe and how to utilize them in their lives. And and I get frequently women asking me questions about, am I going to have to leave my relationship? Am I going to have to leave my friends? And I even had one of our group Uh, course members and she said you know I put off doing this for three years because I thought I was gonna have to leave my husband and I was like no you do not have to leave your friends you do not have to leave your husband there are two very distinct paths that that you may take and I will always ask a woman when she comes to me for any type of counseling or mentoring whatever especially when it deals with relationships Do you want to stay in the relationship and you have to answer with your soul because some relationships are for a season and you do outgrow them and you become more from them and you can you it's time for you to release them when you're up leveling if the other person does not want to keep up with you, which is what happened in my case. And then there are the ones who still want to stay in the relationship. And so I give them processes to make that relationship better. And it does get way better. It does get way better. Now, there's a caveat in this because you hear all the time, you're like the top five people that you hang out with in life. Yeah. And so people do not want to become greater than or more than because they're going to leave their comfort zone. They're going to leave their friends, which a lot of times does happen because a lot of those times those friends are very toxic. Yeah. But here's the thing. You're going to go into a whole other realm of people that are more like you. There's going to be a time and place where there is, it does feel like darkness because you have to go into hermit mode. You have to be in solitude when you're doing this work. And then you'll see that people start coming to you that are more like you. And then the ones that were with you before that have a seed of this as well because it's not meant for everyone to wake up this lifetime Mm -mm. the majority of us now yes because you can see what's happening spiritually people are waking are waking up but there still are those people that are meant to live unconsciously and you know experience their own karma play that role exactly and play that role and so when you do start to do this work you can choose to stay and and help the people in your realities or you can understand that the relationship that you're in might be karmic and if they don't want to keep up with you of their own free will and you can't force them to do it either no you can plant seeds and you can nurture those seeds you just can't make them do it you know Mm-mm, you can't right or you're gonna they're gonna leave your life and then new and better is gonna come in that's gonna match your higher frequency yeah and it depends on how high of the caliber you want to go do you want to reach your fullest potential because you might go through a few relationships and meeting you at different mm-hmm. points in time yeah. until you're there yeah or you can choose to take the time and and become that and then attract someone into your life that's going to be of the higher echelon. So most people, they don't want to start doing this work because they're afraid that they're going to experience the earthquake and the chaos and the complete destruction of their old realities. And like, you have to. Yeah. You have to. 
Or you're just going to keep experiencing the same shit you've always experienced. I know, the same experience with a different face. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Different places, different faces. Because also with that too, regardless if you wake up or not, if if you're genuinely afraid of that you're going to have to leave a relationship, there's already a part of you, one, that knows it probably isn't the one for you or isn't the right position for you to be in, at least for this phase in your life. And two, you just like, there's a part of you that knows, but it's also afraid because it knows no different. At the mm-hmm. same time, it's more of a fact of you don't have to leave whenever you wake up or go through this awakening process if it's not hurting you. Exactly. Because you'll get to the point, too, when you're awakened and you're still in it and you're like, this just isn't for me. You're The position that you're going to be in at the place if you were to ever leave is much different than the level of consciousness that you're at now. So it seems scary to take a leap when off like a 10-foot dive when you're 15 feet, you know? Like yeah. When you're not at the 10 foot mark yet right and also those relationships like in her case in this one in in one of the women that was in the course it wasn't for her to leave him it was for her to learn to heal her triggers through him because her perception of him and his behavior wasn't how he really was it was it was how she was perceiving it and how it was triggering her. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say regardless, like if you're unawakened or like before the awakening starts, you're already feeling some sort of discourse or discomfort mm-hmm, in the relationship mm-hmm. or else you wouldn't be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. And so if anything, waking up is going to help you yeah. heal ultimately. Because relationships that. are mirrors. They, they are. mirror your inner wounding and they're yeah. the only thing that can do it deeply because everything else is just surface and can't get to you that deep. Mm-hmm. So when you're in relationship with someone, the way that you're feeling because of their behavior is not because they're making you feel that way. It's because you have felt that way for a long time and now they're inflaming it. Yep. So you got to heal that. You have to heal those triggers in that relationship dynamic and then you grow. That's why when you have a twin flame, in order for it to not be like a karmic, painful cycle, because that's what it typically is, yeah. you have to heal together, either together in relationship or, or separate. But you you have to use the triggers to assist you in, in healing. Now, there's a difference between twin flames and a difference between soulmates, because twin flames rarely incarnate together on Earth. Soulmates, you, you can have lots of those and they can help you do the same thing. It's just the the whole twin flame dynamic, the other part of you. It, it feels like that because they are your your mirror. They are a reflection of you in, yeah. in, in the opposite sex form usually. Yeah. As long as <clears throat> I view it, like it doesn't matter what the title is, as long as you're not making excuses for somebody who yeah. doesn't treat you the way that and you deserve to treat. And just keep hurting yourself. Yeah, and then they keep leading you on, leading yeah, you astray. Like, as long as you're not making excuses and saying, that's my twin flame, that's why they're doing this. We're in the runner-chaser dynamic. Yeah, as long as are you not, healing? Yeah. Are you healing those triggers? Yeah, I just, like, it's like, just make sure you're not using it as a oh, yeah. as an excuse. A scapegoat. I know. Well, you know how it feels when you're with someone who feels like a soul remembrance, like a soulmate. It's yeah, like, you know, there's, there's a happy part of that, and there's also a very painful part of that if you're oh, not, like, painful. ready to be in a great relationship or if both of you are not evolved enough to be able to be in relationship with each other. And so... You know, you can you can get fucked and, and oh, karmically and fucked, entangled. And fucked. And fucked. Yeah, because yeah. you, you do use it as that. <laughs> <laughs> 
you do use it as that excuse. Oh, this is, you know, a, a soulmate. Well, first of all, you have thousands of soulmates. You can either have a karmic soulmate or you can have a, a happy soulmate. Like it, it, it's up to you and where you are in your growth journey. And when you get entangled like that, it, it all also comes from the deep wounding within your own self that is con convincing you that it is a soulmate to keep you in that dynamic because subconsciously we seek out healing through partners that remind us of people that have pained us in the mm -hmm. past, either this lifetime or, or, or other lifetimes. This is where it's important for you to be really deeply connected to your spirit guides because no matter what we've yeah. gone through, you know, even for me, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry that I'm... No, I just yawned. just yawned. I didn't. I wasn't breathing the whole time. I was so like <laughs> lost in the sauce of thought that I literally wasn't breathing. Hmm. Yes. So what I was saying is, when you feel into that karmic energy, and you know, like, oh my god, there's a million red flags, and you still do it. It's because there's such fucking powerful soul soul growth for you there in that experience to heal and and learn from and become from and then ultimately to untangle yourself from that so if your person isn't isn't on the journey of becoming more consciously you're gonna have to make that decision whether you want to be with that person or not and it does help to say okay why why do i feel drawn to this person what are my attachments to this person is it because they're they're adding positive amazingness to my life and and bringing the, the highest version of myself out or is it because i have emotional wounding that's causing me to be attached to it so what i was saying is the spirit guides kaylee and i both being able to have our third eye awakened and it, it's been work you know when we you want to there's crystals that you can use that awaken your third eye there's supplements that you can consume that awaken your third eye there's meditation practices that you can do and it all starts with an intention it's like for me i was i was feeling i want to awaken my third eye i want to be able to know more i know i have untapped gifts crazy things happen my third eye burst open i got really sick yeah <clears throat> for like two weeks and then after that i just was more gifted so it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen to you it's just you have to have an intention to want to know more because i was like i want to know i want to be able to speak to beings i want to be able to connect and you know all of these things and so once once i awakened my third eye and cleared my crown and then did the deep work of my chakras i was able to viscerally receive that and as we do our healing work it expands to our children yeah. you know everybody in your life is gonna experience positive healing even when you, when you're doing the work you're doing it on their behalf too just like we do it on behalf of our ancestors in the whole world the whole collective you're also doing it for your family so like Kaylee does her healing work, it helps me and her brother. Yeah. I do my healing work, it helps her and her brother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's kind of like a simultaneous, you know, we're all in this journey together. And her being able just to connect to her spirit guides, she had a major awakening in Hawaii when it just was like gifts awakened, you know, stuff came up. She was able to process it and transmute it. And now she goes into third eye. It's kind of like when, when you do ayahuasca, it's like all this information. Just a realize, just one realization could, is like, you know, if, think of like an ice pick and you've just been like yeah. chipping away, uh -huh. like with all these discoveries and all these understandings and then the last final boom that like shatters the whole 
play device. Yeah. Happens. And then it's Pandora's box opens. <clears throat> Pan- that yes, Pandora's box opened for yeah. me. Yeah. Which thank God because I was I was trying to make the way, the reason I was the way I was because of one thing, but then to see what it actually was connected to was like oh, and then I actually was able to feel free from that and then work on forgiveness and understanding and mm-hmm. it just yeah yeah. Yeah, and so being able to communicate with spirit guides helps you and guides you and directs you because she goes into meditation and the ascended masters just come to her. Like she yeah. gets dates, you know. Yeah, I channel dates. Yeah. It's wild. I see date I see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't control what comes through, but no. a lot of things do come through. Yes. Yeah. Babaji comes through really strong mm-hmm. for me a lot. Yeah, I just see his for face. Mm-hmm. Um especially when I was first awakening they would all come visit me one by one and it makes sense because since I do readings for people and I am a channel for other people to help them mm-hmm. they each have a different ascended master that's working with them yep. and to be and able they to, don't even know they don't even know times. yeah and to have such deep connection to those ascended masters because they've come to me and I was able to channel and understand what I created a language mm-hmm. with the universe essentially mm-hmm. for what it was trying to talk to me or tell me specifically to help other people so yeah and 100 percent accuracy for people that she doesn't even know you know they'll they'll book a reading with her and she'll she'll record it and they'll be messaging her like oh my god during it yeah yeah oh my god this is that's so crazy you said this i've been feeling that or like there it's just grandmother was showing me 444 where she had said grandmother and 444 in her reading yeah uh uh-huh yeah, it's it's things. really cool. Even for me, when I go in to do a healing session, I, I see pictures and I can see the original wounding point, whether it's this lifetime That's or so another magical. lifetime. And, and then I'm able to untangle it karmically. And, yeah. and they're totally different people, even look totally yep. different. Mm-hmm. And so and it's... I've seen the effects of your work, too. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's because I've, I've awakened and done this work. Yeah. And dove in deep into it and connected with spirit guides and I was just obsessed and fascinated with it all. Astrology really helped me to understand the pieces of it too. Not only yeah. for myself because when I had my first chart read, I was like, how in the fuck do they know <laughs> that my mom died and my father was like, like how do they know that? How does this chart know all this about me and what I meant to do in my life? So I had my children's charts read. And it was like mind blowing. If you ever have mommy guilt or any of that, I highly recommend having your children's chart read because it's a map of their soul and it will tell you why they came to you and also remind you that they are souls that have lived many incarnations and a lot of the things that you maybe subjected them to them to or didn't do good enough was in their plan it's in their yeah. map it's written out it's for them to experience the egyptians yeah. had their children's birth charts read that was the first thing that they did so that they can assist them and guide them through their lives yeah. it's you have to have it as a parent you have to have your children's chart read so that you, <laughs> <laughs> so that you know how to help them and what their life is about it will literally change your life and change your dynamic with your children and i feel like free up the parent a lot yeah yes because when you're un when you're living unconsciously you don't know what you don't know you know Mm -hmm. and then when you when you awaken consciously and you look back it's like oh shit 
I, I, I can't believe I did that. Well, if you would have known then what you know now, you wouldn't have. So yeah. if you feel regret or guilt or whatever, it means that you've you've awakened consciously to that behavior and you you deliberately need to change it, you know, from that point. It's like for yeah. her brother, he is not a school person. He never mm-hmm. was. From the mm-hmm. time he was in preschool, he would do whatever he could to get out of school. Yeah. Kindergarten, you'd think that they would just love kindergarten. No, he was revolting against school. Always, well, yeah. and it's in his fucking birth chart. Yeah, I know. Literally, verbatim. I know. So I was like, oh, okay, it's not me. I'm not failing. I mean, I even had the <laughs> district attorney send me a letter. I remember that. Saying You're that like, they were going to take me to court because... <laughs> the district attorney sent me a letter. Do you have to go to school? Yeah, I'm he's like, like, I'm not going. <laughs> he's like, tell him to come on over. I'm not going to school. <laughs> so I eventually had to put him in charter school. But still, it was just like, what? I could have taken that as though it was my fault had I not known like what You did for was. a little. Yeah until I learned what his what his math mm-hmm. was and it makes it so much easier and even just seeing you know even for you all of the awakenings and her and I mirror each other it's know, crazy it's even really our weird. birth years graduation I know like all these even our our, our astrology charts our mirrors. Our mirrors. Even our north node, south node are the same. Exactly the same. My sun is our rising her sign. Saturn, obviously, her sun is, is the my same. Saturn. So we're. It's no her wonder that we're doing this together because yeah. even right now with Jupiter moving into Taurus, how it's affecting both of our public image and career. It, it's like destiny, you know, all these yeah. things, and we're aligned and living it and fulfilling it. So yeah. you have a highest destiny, you have a lowest destiny, and you get to choose what you live. And you're either going to go against what your highest destiny is, or you're going to fulfill your highest destiny. And it's up to you to learn and to become more. So pay attention to the signs in the universe. Pay attention to what's what's coming into your reality. Have an observatory look over your life. Right? Like, you really yeah. want to just start being more inquisitive. And just let go of judgment of yourself, too. Like, you're not doing anything wrong. There's not more you should no. be doing. You're doing everything that you are required to do. And if you feel like, oh, I need to do more, that just means that you're ready to go into a next phase. You don't have to harp on yourself exactly. for it. It's like, okay, then just follow the call. Connect to your spirit guides. Ask them to pave the way for you. Show you what you need to do, mm-hmm. how to get here. Especially with the fact that you were shown the movie What the Bleep Do We Know. You were given the tools. You 100%. took the action to watch exactly. it. Exactly, you have to. Yeah, it's a it's co-creation. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It is co-creation. That's just what I feel like in life right now, too. Things are meant to open up for us right now, I feel. And as long as we listen and follow our guidance every day mm-hmm. and let go of judgment, shame, betraying ourselves yeah. really yeah it, it's also a constant others. journey of healing yeah even to this ends. day we still go to healing sessions at yeah, least once no, a month. it doesn't ever end and i don't want it to end no either. because you just become more awake and more aware and life it's just like, gets better, wow, better and then and these better things and come up and it's like okay if this isn't coming up to harm me or hurt me it's coming up because this is ready to leave so i yeah. can go to the next phase yes so if I would have experienced so much pain and turmoil in my life, I would not have been able to learn as much as I, I know. know and help other people. So they don't have to, because not everybody is a seven life path. Like not everybody wants to fucking no, I'm a five. figure this shit out. You know, for me, I did. So I yeah. literally had thousands of journals. Oh of just my god! Writings. She, I've never seen someone write <laughs> so much and have no Mercury 
like no dominant I'm surprised Mercury isn't your dominant planet I know. I'm surprised too, but Mercury is in my ninth but house. But so. you are Pisces Mercury. Yeah. And that's opposite of Virgo, which mm-hmm. is ruled by Mercury, so it makes yeah. sense. That yeah, is... I think I might have a trine with Mercury too. You have a... There's oh, some... yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just was... You know, Mercury is the messenger of the gods, for those of you who don't yeah, know what Mercury is. You, <laughs> this is why you want to learn your chart. So that you can see exactly. Because your 10th house tells you about your career. Your midheaven tells you about your higher self and how to bring that career. Your 6th house is, house is also about your work. Your 2nd mm-hmm. house is how money and value and mm-hmm. all of that. Your 1st house also tells you about your personality and who you are. It's just so fucking fascinating. Oh, I love it. I know. She's she's so good at reading, too. Yeah. Like beyond. That's why I had her start doing my soul purpose readings, my money astrology readings for my clients because mm-hmm. it was just like, you're just so good at this because you're so positive in the way that you, you say things. It's like you give people tools to help them. It's yeah. not like, oh no, you're Rahu and Kitu or are get at odds with each <laughs> other. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 de- yeah. you're destined for failure. Well, because it's like crazy. life is what you make it. it I know that. If you set someone... Having such a position of power as to be someone to tell someone what their chart means or give them messages, being a psychic, being an intuitive, mm-hmm. being a clairvoyant, mm-hmm. being a healer, yeah. that is a that's a position that I feel like should not be taken lightly. No, and that's why you got to connect to the light beings. Yeah, and also you hold so much... People are so susceptible to whatever you exactly. have to say and their perception is so much different than even mm-hmm. how you mean to say it. And so... Sometimes, and so I feel like it can lead to. I've I've seen a lot of fear mongering, and I've oh, seen a lot of people who they abuse also live the that power. way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I just made a declaration. I'm like, I want obviously life isn't going to be all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. But no, there is a lot be. of rainbows and there is a lot of sunshine. Yeah. So let's focus on that as a way. Like, and even then, whatever you're going through, intense. What is the purpose of it? I want to know what the purpose of it is for you. Yes. Rather, There's a reason of for it. And what it's going to bring you because exactly. you've overcome it. Mm-hmm. So Turning that's your pain to wisdom and power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I had to take a vow because I do this self-realization fellowship student training. Yeah. And you have to literally take a vow that you are of the light, using it for the light, all, you know, all of these things. And so obviously it was a, it was a no brainer for me. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to use this for, you know, maleficent energies. Yeah. But or malefic energies it's it is ben- benefic you know and, yeah. and we do live in duality so there yeah. are both and and this is also why it's so important that if you have gifted children to teach them about the light to teach them about archangel michael yeah. to teach them about the bubbles of light to help them to understand the nature of this reality give them the tools that they need when i was little i was haunted I was haunted, haunted. as fuck. Yes. And they... they Tortured it's because, because you're susceptible to it. I know. I remember I would have to go in the kids' room with like my mama energy and my cell and I'd be like, you better get the fuck out of here. You do not have permission yeah, to be here. Yeah, but even before you knew about that, it yeah. was really fucking scary. I know, because I was also haunted. I know. You know, and they try to trick you and think, oh, it's because uh, your abilities are of the devil and blah, blah, blah. It's like, like no, it's no, fucking bitch. not. We live on this planet exactly. where a lot of people have died. And there are 
are also a lot of energies that want your light. So you have to learn how to use it to be more powerful. I understand now that they are in your experience, even going through ayahuasca, because whenever the demons would come in through, when I, in ayahuasca, when you would understand that they were there to teach you your power, and once you knew you had more power than them, even with just saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, they'll leave. And so it's not only the same thing with situations in your life, it's also the same thing with, with people. Because when they realize that they can't have power over you or take your power, you've already won at that point. So Mm -hmm. I know that all the things I experienced were to teach me my own power because now it's like, I'm not, there's no fear. It's it's irrelevant. It doesn't happen. It's light and love. I never get haunted at all. Exactly. They know not to play. Yeah. And you learn your power. And and if you're going to have these gifts, you're going to have to understand how to use them. So like I said, if you have children. We should tell our ghost stories on the next one. Yeah. Like, yes. And like how we got rid of them too. Yeah, how to get them out and, yeah. and, you know, take them away. Not just out your windows, but like to the light. <laughs> <laughs> to the light. Just out the window. Yeah. For, like, for real. Like for them to be gone for mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so spirit guides, <laughs> awaken your third eye. This is, it really is amazing and it really Live, is laugh, fun. love. Yeah, and it doesn't always mean you're going to be haunted. Like, not everybody no, is. It just no, depends no, no, on, your, no, 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 no. on your work and what you're it here to do. Already, no, yeah, no, no, no. And like, nothing can you, happen to you unless you're on that vibration anyway. Yeah, so. if you haven't been haunted already, you're good. Yeah. Like, you're truly good. Yeah. Yes. And... Because your, your door into this world is through light, awakening, yeah. and understanding. Mm. And it's like, live, laugh, love. Yeah. We were born into darkness okay <laughs> no <laughs> no i'm saying we were just born very gifted and so we were yes. able to see all we could see angels and we could also see not yeah. so nice things mm-hmm. we didn't know i truly just thought that that was reality for yeah. everybody well it, it's it, this reality is duality there's heaven and hell at the same time there's good and yeah. bad people at the same time no, so I'm saying i didn't know that other people couldn't see ghosts oh yeah like when you're a kid you, you know think you just everyone's think, just like you. yeah it's just yeah. like that's life like you know you're different I you see feel this different black shadowy figure that will never leave me alone yeah yeah and and you know even people that have passed on they're the essence of of who they were anyways we'll just say this for the next, yeah. <laughs> the next one yeah. we're like getting really deep into it mm-hmm. so what we wanted to say is do you want to pull a, a card oh i didn't bring the deck we'll just go get it the mesh is on the bottom yeah archangel michael Oh, what we were just saying. Archangel Michael is my go-to. Those of you who have been with me, you know that. It's on the bottom again. You know that he is the Archangel that will assist you with every single thing. How funny. Archangel Michael. There he is. (laughs) Trusting heaven. You are safe. Angels stand close. Surrender your concerns and allow a miracle to occur. Paul the Venetian, experiencing grace. Share your gifts with grace. Waves of inspiration and love are coming to you. Yeah, see what happens when you share your Odin, gifts. Psychic insight. Beautiful things happen. Your third for eye you. is open. <laughs> see truth for what it is. Follow your intuition. Yep. You got to awaken your third Two eye. You have more. to really dive into your chakras if you really want to be Green the most Tara. powerful version of yourself. And it is really magical. You know? Green Tara, I love her. Supreme Protection, Melchizedek, Higher Learning, Holy Amethyst. Oh, I'm like, I love them all, everyone. Mary Magdalene, Teacher Awakens. You have something important to share for all the inner call. Do not let anything stop you. Yes, that is that is true. She has definitely been with me for a very long time. The Shekinah. Shekinah is that divine feminine energy. For those of you Mm -hmm. that do not know what Shekinah is, I highly recommend looking into that. Well, it's part of the tree of life. You know, it's like she is that. She's that goddess 
that mother Mm -hmm. Asherah. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what Shekinah is. Yeah, so that was fun. We got some really cool Ascended Masters. So hopefully we've inspired you to dive deeper into your spirituality because that is where the gifts of understanding your the nature of your reality and also your manifestation. So if there's something you really want to experience in life and you just haven't been able to do it or receive it or get it, this is how you do it by diving deeper into your spirituality and learning your alchemical power. Yeah. thank you all for being with us if you you want to learn more you can go to rendina.co if you would like to have a reading with Kaylee you can go to kaleealexa.com and it will direct you on how to do that and I highly recommend it everyone highly recommends it who's done it (laughs) if you are interested in the Hawaiian Goddess Vortex Retreat you can go to hawaiiangoddessretreat.com and have your third eye awakened there You should. Thank you, everyone. We love you so much. Have a beautiful week, and we will talk with you again next week. See you next week. Bye.